Thanks for joining us for the weekend edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Each Friday and Saturday here on In Spirit and Truth, Pastor J.D. shares a Mideast prophecy update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Christianity Today's scathing statement against President Trump will be the focus of today's prophecy update. As Pastor J.D. addresses our response and approach to this controversy, it's vital to remember that Christ and His love need to be your primary focus as you walk in this world. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on December 29th, 2019. For today's update, <laughs> it's one of those updates that I'm going to have to ask you to bear with me. I want to share with you what the Lord has placed on my heart. This was one of the more difficult ones to prepare, and I'm under no illusion that it will be easy to deliver, and I'll explain why. It's my sense that the Lord would have me address the division and discord within the body of Christ over the current President of the United States, Donald Trump. Doubtless you heard about this scathing editorial written by Mark Galley of Christianity Today. In it, he argues that President Trump should be removed from office. And here's what he writes, quote, To the many evangelicals who continue to support Mr. Trump in spite of his blackened moral record, we might say this, Remember who you are and whom you serve. Consider how your justification of Mr. Trump influences your witness to your Lord and Savior. Consider what an unbelieving world will say if you continue to brush off Mr. Trump's immoral words and behavior in the cause of political expediency. That's basically his argument, is that Christians, evangelicals, have turned a blind eye to the immorality of this man in favor of his policies. Pro-life, pro-Israel, pro-family, pro-Christian. Suffice it to say, this has created quite a firestorm that seems to still be raging now 10 days after it was first published. On Monday, the Christian Post published a letter that was signed by some 200 evangelical leaders who slammed Christianity Today for the editorial, particularly as it relates to the editor-in-chief questioning their Christian witness. 
The faith leaders said in the letter that the editorial offensively questioned the spiritual integrity and Christian witness of tens of millions of believers who take seriously their civic and moral obligations. The signatories also decried Galley, the author of the article, who they say offensively dismissed their point of view in comments he made in an interview with CNN on Friday, where he said that evangelicals who are upset or outraged by his Christianity Today editorial do not read the magazine because (laughs) they are, quote, Christians on the far right. Oh evangelicals on the far right. So they're going to be as dismissive of the magazine as President Trump has shown to be. By the way, I want you to know I'm walking in victory. I did not go on Twitter this time. <laughs> I, just, I just want you to know I'm walking in victory now. Okay. <laughs> I'll continue quoting. We are in fact not far-right evangelicals, as characterized by the author, the letter states. Rather, we are Bible-believing Christians and patriotic Americans who are simply grateful that our president has sought our advice as his administration has advanced policies that protect the unborn, promote religious freedom, reform our criminal justice system, contribute to strong working families through paid family leave, protect the freedom of conscience, prioritize parental rights, and ensure that our foreign policy aligns with our values while making our world safer, including through our support of the state of Israel. That's why. Wow. Okay, I know what you're thinking, because I can read your minds. Wait, something's coming in right now. You're a Trump worshiper. No, I'm not. I voted for Trump. And if we're still here, the Lord tarries, and we have elections, and Trump is one of the candidates, I'm going to vote for him again. How about that? Yeah. You know, I, I, I say this because ever since Trump got elected, and I've been doing these prophecy updates you know, since 2016, right? So three years plus now. And every so often I'll make a comment that's critical of Trump. And the comments on our YouTube channel, how dare you raise your hand against the Lord's anointed. Trump is called of God, anointed of God. I'm like, whoa, chill. Take a breath. What in the world? So then, uh, in another update, I'll remark about and, and commend the president's policy, especially when he moved the embassy to Jerusalem. Oh my goodness, which by the way, I think really started revving things up. And that's when everything that is coming now against this president started gaining traction. We'll talk about that in a minute. So I'm up here going, wow, I mean, he did it. All these presidents, we're going to move the embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. Vote for me. So we vote for them, then they don't. Trump's like, I'm going to move the embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. And he does it. And they're going, he did it. (laughs) So I'll make a comment. You know, this is a good thing, by the way. Hello, it's a good thing. Trump did a good thing. And then there's the comments. You're a Trump worshiper. He's the Antichrist. What's the matter with you? You're so deceived. 
I'm like, ay, 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 ay. I'm damned if I do. I'm damned if I don't. I got to choose which way do I want to be damned. So there, just. <laughs> this last uh, quote, including through our support of the state of Israel, that's what this is about. That's what this is about. Enter Benjamin Netanyahu, the Prime Minister of Israel, and this Fox News report about him. Did you hear about this? Landslide victory in the Likud party primary ahead of the general election next year. Oh. The win gives the embattled leader a boost ahead of Israel's third election, unprecedented, March 2nd, 2020, in less than a year, and could give him another opportunity to form a government after falling short in two previous attempts in 2019. Netanyahu, listen to this, who has led the country for the past decade, has cultivated an image as a veteran statement, statesman with close ties to President Trump, President Vladimir Putin, and other world leaders. Okay. Now it's starting to make sense. I get it now. So <laughs> the Times of Israel, this is stunning. They quote Prime Minister Netanyahu as saying, and this is a quote, Putin told me that were it not for our relationship, we could have found ourselves in the midst of a military clash only because we meet every few months has this been avoided. In other words, were Netanyahu not Israel's prime minister, Russia would be at war with Israel. And let's not forget about Trump, as if we could anyway. <laughs> if he were somehow removed from office, then it's not likely that the U.S. would be there to defend Israel. Have you heard what Bernie Sanders has been saying, going on record and saying? No more support for Israel, the Palestinians. And some insiders on the, in the Democratic Party are, are predicting that uh, Sanders will get the nominee. Have a nice afternoon. I, I'm being coy and I, I, I apologize for that. But what I'm trying to communicate to you, and this is, this is really important, it's all about Israel. This is all about Israel. Please know that I'm not dogmatic about this, but here's where I'm going with this. And just stay with me and think this through with me. The absence of a Trump and or Netanyahu fits the biblical prophecy concerning the Ezekiel 38 invasion of Israel led by Russia, Iran, and Turkey vis-a-vis -vis Syria, which is Isaiah 17 concerning Damascus. I am personally of the belief that subsequent to the sudden destruction and devastation of this invasion, the Antichrist will bring the peace agreement foretold of in Daniel 9.27. Keep in mind, 
Israel today is looking for a Messiah because they rejected the Messiah. And as such, they will accept the Antichrist in the place of Jesus Christ. And this peace agreement, I believe, will come packaged with the allowing of the rebuilding of the third temple on the Temple Mount in Jerusalem. The Jews today will give anything. They will hail Him as the Messiah. They will do anything for that temple. This is why, please listen, that Jews in Israel today are following Bible prophecy very close. Why? Because they believe the coming of their Messiah is very close. It's the false Messiah, the false Christ. On Wednesday, Breaking Israel News published a list of their top 10 prophecies of 2019. Now keep in mind, this is from a Jewish perspective. The Jews having rejected their Messiah, who they will accept, by the way, and come to at the midpoint of the seven-year tribulation. What caught my attention about this list of Jewish prophecies concerning the coming of the Messiah, the first coming, was number six. Number six on that list was Israel's elections going according to Zechariah's prophecy foreshadowing the Messiah. Listen to this. In it, the writer says, Mystics and end-of-day experts are predicting that the third round of elections will be a replay resulting inconclusively with no coalition being formed. And that may very well be the case. They have been predicting this outcome for months while noting that the dissolution of the government, the dissolution of the government is a necessary precondition for the resurrection of the Davidic dynasty. The son of David, the Messiah, coming. In order for the Messiah to come, there cannot be a government formed. Netanyahu cannot form a government. This is a precursor foreshadowing the Messiah's coming. Well, we know that's not the Messiah. That's the Antichrist. Here's a question, okay? And again, I just would ask kindly that you think this through with me. Does everything that's now happening need to happen exactly as we're told it would happen when Jesus comes for his church? I mean, let's, what if, and you fill in the blank. Let's just take it a a little bit further. What if somehow, and by the way, this, you know, the articles of impeachment, they're not bringing them to the Senate because they know it's going to, you know, be defeated. So, well, we're going to hold on until we can get a fair trial. I wonder, I wonder what else they've got up their sleeve. Because you have to understand, and they're not the enemy. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, Democrats or Republicans, but principalities, powers of darkness. But they will stop at nothing and do everything to get this pro-Israel, pro-Christian president out of the White House. Just like they want to get Netanyahu, because Netanyahu and Trump are in the way. Ask Putin, he just got done telling us that were it not for Netanyahu being in the way, we'd be at war. That's Ezekiel 38. Hello? They got to go. 
What if? What if something happens? There was, I know this crosses over into the whole conspiracy theory arena, but there are those who are suggesting that, because they, they will do everything to keep Trump from being reelected. And if they can't do it through impeachment, they'll do it through assassination. So what if something were to happen, God forbid we can say, where Trump is taken out of the picture somehow, some way, and the same thing with Netanyahu? That's what we were told would happen. Then that just creates this vacuum to be filled with this man of sin that we were told about that would come on the scene. So what if this needs to happen, that the end might come, as Jesus said? Then wouldn't it stand to reason that what's taking place in the world is God's way of loosening our grip on this world to ready us for the next? I just want to be candid with you, and I should preface it though by saying that I love this country very much. And I just owe really my life to my parents who immigrated from the Middle East when I was nine months old, fleeing Islam, 1963, to come here. I'm so grateful they did. I really owe my salvation, I believe, and my life. I don't know that I would be alive, let alone saved, had they not come to this great country we call America. I love this country, but this is not my home. And God's had to deal with me, because I don't want to see this happen to our country. You know, our country is being torn in shreds right now. I mean, we are, I, I wonder sometimes, we're on just on the cusp of total civil war. I mean, just on the cusp of total anarchy and disorder. Who knows, maybe it's the dissolution of the United States government and constitution. It's that serious, by the way. So I've had to have the Lord search my heart concerning this. I mean, I love this country. I love this president. Uh, By the way, he's my president. He's not my savior. My hope is not in Trump. My hope is in Jesus. And my hope is not in America. My hope is in eternity and the soon return of Jesus Christ for his church. So the Lord has really searched my heart, and the challenge is this. Uh, Don't you see what's happening in America, and don't you see that that's my way of getting you to loosen your grip on America? What's taking place in the world? Is is this God's way of saying, hey, you're not going to be here much longer. Don't dig your roots down too deep in the temporal soil of this world, or the things of this world. And then if that's true, then wouldn't it also stand to reason that we would hold very loosely to this world, and the things of this world, knowing that He can come at any time? By the way, let me parenthetically say that everything is happening perfectly according to God's prophetic schedule. Again, they never imagined God's in heaven going, what? They passed two articles of impeachment in the house? When did this happen? 
Well, how disconcerting would that be? You're God. You're supposed to know the end from the beginning. You're supposed to be omniscient. (laughs) He's not surprised. Third election in Israel. Are you kidding me? Yeah, everything's going perfectly according to God's prophetic plan. Do you know what the next event is on God's prophetic calendar? (laughs) The rapture. The rapture. When we get to 2 Thessalonians, I know I've been telling you this, and some of you are saying, come on already, let's just, why don't you just teach 2 Thessalonians, and then come back and finish 1 Thessalonians. 2 Thessalonians 2, 3, the Antichrist cannot be revealed until the church is removed. And if the Antichrist is this close to coming on the scene, I want to bring it to an end with a very powerful parable. It's so intriguing. It's to me, one of the most intriguing parables that Jesus ever taught in Matthew 24 at the end of the chapter. And he basically contrasts two servants. So on one side you've got the wise servant, and on the other side you have the wicked, evil servant. And the wise, they're both given their orders, entrusted with the stewardship to be found faithful when the master returns. But the difference between the wise servant, the good and faithful servant, and the evil servant was simply this. The wise servant lived and worked every day with the anticipation that his master could return at any time. So when the master did come, the master found him doing and said, good and faithful servant, blessed is that servant whom his master, when he comes, will find so doing. Assuredly, I say to you that he will make him ruler over all of his goods. Good job. Because he, he, he was like, he can come back today. I better be found busy about the things of the kingdom to please my master. So I'm ready when he comes. And you have the evil servant. You know what he's thinking? Come on. He's not coming back. My master delays his coming. My parents, my grandparents, my great-grandparents, my great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandparents thought Jesus was coming back and he hasn't come back. Party on! No, that's what he does. Because (laughs) no hurry, no worry. I'm sure you've heard that fictitious account very, very good about this emergency meeting in hell. Satan calls all the demons. we got to do something. We're losing ground to the kingdom of heaven. They're taking ground from the powers of darkness. What are we going to do? Demon pops up, says, I know. Let's start a campaign. No heaven. Satan goes, no, that's not going to work. All creation screams of a creator. Another demon pops up and says, I know. Not no heaven, no hell. No, Satan says, that's not going to work either. There's innate within every man this knowledge of good and evil. So Satan says, Here, here's the deal. Here's the campaign. We're going to, and this is going to work. It's not no heaven. It's not no hell. It's no hurry. No hurry. No urgency. My master is delaying his coming. Let's just have a party. He beats his fellow servants. He eats and drinks with the drunkards. And then the master comes. Oh, I didn't think you were coming back that soon. <laughs> That's kind of the... Are you ready? If not, you need to be ready because our redemption draws nigh. This is what Jesus said about seeing these prophecies begin to come to pass 
in Luke chapter 21, verse 28. This verse speaks directly to the heart of the prophecy update that Pastor J.D. shares each Friday and Saturday here on In Spirit and Truth. The goal for each prophecy update is twofold. First, to equip you with information you need to live in these exciting last days. Second, to encourage you in your faith in the Creator of the universe. Every word in the Holy Bible is 100% true. We're seeing that fact being proven each and every day. We pray that you have been both blessed and challenged by today's prophecy update. And we do hope you join us again for tomorrow's conclusion to this prophecy update from Pastor J.D. Now, as I mentioned at the beginning of today's broadcast, you can become a Facebook friend with us by logging on to www.inspiritandtruthradio.com. We've provided a link to our Facebook page. Another great option to stay current with Pastor J.D.'s prophecy updates is to subscribe to the Aloha Bible Prophecy Update YouTube channel. The Prophecy Update YouTube channel has all the current updates that Pastor J.D. has shared as well as an archive of past updates. Again, log on to InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and follow the link to the Prophecy Update YouTube channel. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Please join us tomorrow as Pastor J.D. concludes this Prophecy Update. That's next time on In Spirit and Truth.